just going to go right into recording. Yeah, you know what? You know what used to happen? What's that? Uh, when I used to, because I used to do like three different podcasts, and it, this would always happen. And you always have to say to to wow, yourself, save it, save it save for the it podcast. For the podcast. Save it for the podcast. Yeah, I'm here today with. Uh, uh, well, you. Hold on a second. I'm clipping here. Let's do this. I'll start that over in a second. I'm here today with James Brick, Bricknell. Bricknell. Yeah, Bricknell. Bricknell. I'm yeah. saying that right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of uh, the 3D printing community fame, I would say. I, and you've had a couple of different jobs since I've known you in the mm-hmm. community. Most lately, uh, you're you're an ed- uh, an editor or a contributor for CNET. How do you how do you title your my my self? title is senior editor of CNET. Senior editor. Indeed. Yeah, that's a. That's a that's a pretty big deal. I mean, uh, you've been writing for quite some time now. Yeah, I've been uh, writing professionally for about seven years now, and um, CNET is my dream job. Ah, fantastic! Well, congrats on your dream job. Thanks that's very much. good. Not everybody ever you know is lucky enough to achieve their their dream job status. So that's that's fantastic. And you know, part of the reason I wanted to chat with you today uh, that it, uh, we're starting to talk about before we were recording, we, we better start recording this. Um, is because you 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 have a interesting uh, opportunity, have interesting perspective on uh, reviewing technology, not just three D printers, but like I would say like maker gear, yeah, uh, for lack of a better term. So like CNCs, lasers, yeah, uh, and also grills. I'm told, yeah, which is randomly. an interesting thing to throw in there. Yeah, yeah, just because I've got a really big backyard, so uh, it's perfect a good place to test grills. So like, it's a good grill testing. Yeah, job. yeah, right. and I like meat. Uh, it just sounds like you're the perfect guy for the job. That's right. um, no, it, it's my stuff has always been maker, and I, I like to push the maker side of stuff because I am a creative. Like I enjoy uh-huh, the making uh-huh, side uh-huh. of things, and you don't you don't see it a lot as a you know we we get like little bits and pieces here and there, but I, I like to push it a little bit more. Um, so I do laser cutters. Um, I'm just getting into CNC. Uh-huh. Not, it's not something I know loads about, but I'm sure. trying to trying to learn a little bit more about it. And then, um, and obviously the 3D printing. So I've been 3D printing now for the better part of a decade, yeah. and I love it. Like, it's so it's just my enjoyment. So we should tell people we're at, we're at uh, Earth 2023. That's the East Coast mm-hmm. Rep Rap Festival. This is the sixth year that they've well. The six years in sequence since the first one, then there was some pauses for COVID yeah. and a virtual and all that stuff. But uh, the first one was like in 2018. And we've seen some interesting, uh, you know, evolution of mm-hmm. of what, what RepRap is and means to people and yeah, stuff yeah. over the year. And they just announced that they're actually changing, they're rebranding for next year to call it 3D Printopia. Mm. Which I can understand they're doing because uh, nobody you know that's new to the idea like knows what ERRF is, but certainly yeah. if you're like oh 3D printing, uh, you know like it should be in the name and, and yeah. all that stuff. So festival of 3D printing, yeah. which I think is great. Also, I don't think we're seeing as much you know traditional rep rap at these things anymore. And you 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 did have your hands, or you've been in the space long enough to understand you know the evolution from the rep rap days of people doing open source builds sure. and kits and stuff like that to now more, you know. We're not at appliance level yet, but certainly more players in this yeah. stuff and less kits and more just fully assembled experience and let's get it in print and go fast. Yeah, I think, I think one of the biggest uh, shifts is the people understand what it means to, to 3D print mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In, a, in a much more popular way. You know, you, you see on the back, uh, on an episode of Grey's Anatomy, there's yeah. a 3D printer in the background. Yeah. You, and... You don't have to. There aren't people just saying to you, "Well, what is that?" Well, that's a three D printer. They know. They now know that that's a three D printer, and that is a thing that that exists in the world. 
um, in a way that, that was never really there before. You know, you watch an Iron Man movie or a Marvel movie and somewhere there's a, there's a, a 3D printer and they know that that's a thing. And so you don't have to explain quite as much anymore to the normal person, which means it's becoming popular. Right. You know, there are people thinking to themselves, it's like a huge... I don't Huge know there's something in the pipes. There's something yeah, yeah. in the in the, in the vents. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You don't have to because you. So there is there is a much a much larger audience who are yeah who well, are thinking of doing something aware. There's an they're aware of it, yeah, yeah. but they're not they're not thinking about. I want to build this thing from scratch. Uh, you know, yes. or, or tell yes. me the history of three D printing in the same way that, it, although we're not quite at appliance level yet, mm. in the same way that people don't say, "Well, tell me the history of how a microwave works." Right. You know, right. like right. so. They're not nearly as interesting. Yeah, they're interested in <laughs> yeah. what it does, not sure. what it is. Sure. Um, and and I think we've seen a little bit of that here at Earth actually. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, you know, yeah. much more a, a much more diverse group of people come through the door yeah and we've had a number of conversations across the weekend about you know community and it's a growing community and mm -hmm. it's not the i mean it, it never was a monolith in the sense that you know there are different people with different priorities for some yeah. people you know the assembly the, the journey the learning is the experience is the fun uh, you know that they will always want to build the same way that custom car builders exist yeah. but for the vast majority of people that own a car they just want something to get them from a to b sure. and we're seeing more and more people get into the the hobby in that way where they're yeah. like i don't I don't care about open source. I don't care about, you know, uh, 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 the the beef between companies or whatever it yeah. might be. I just want a, a good value, a good printer that, mm -hmm. that is going to get me a good result. Hopefully I don't uh, have to deal with troubleshooting and breaking and all that yeah. stuff. So on that note, you're, you're sent... Uh, an, an insane amount of machines, a gro probably a growing number every year, <clears throat> yeah. right? Because CNET uh, does, you know, their best of lists and, mm -hmm. and you're constantly evaluating. It sounds like it's, there's never like a, a one time of year. It sounds like where you're just doing, okay, it's the best of time. No. It's, it's a, it's a constant process. It's constant process. Yeah. So does that mean that there are champions that are constantly getting dethroned in the best of like, in terms of like something supplants the last yeah. victor? Yeah, so a lot of the, especially the best lists is um, the way that CNET do best lists. And I've worked with companies that, that, that aren't quite this thorough. But the way CNET works is that, that we have a testing criteria and it's, it's a, a lot like a conveyor belt. So I take it in, I do exactly the same testing for exactly the same product. And so those criteria are met very analytically. So if the, the thing that, that makes them the best... Um, does change very very rapidly um, what I try and do is is balance you know quality cost um, and and how easy it is to put together how easy mm -hmm. it is to um, you know all these different all these different criteria mm -hmm. and so yes rapidly changing bests does happen what I try and do is make it uh, more of a category based yeah so that I can say if you're looking for cosplay, this is the best one. I if like you're that. if you're looking by application. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. If you're just looking for a general all rounder, here's your best one. Yeah. If you're looking for one that you can afford, 
this is the best one you can yeah, va- value. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I, I, it sounds like a reasonable approach, and I think it's almost more necessary. The more I don't say fragmented the community is, but it's like, yeah, the the you have to have a greater understanding of like what motivates this person and what what they're yeah, what sure. they're actually looking for. We get asked all the time in the three D printing space. Well, well, I'm thinking about getting a three D printer. What do you recommend? And I'm like, well, I've got about five to ten questions for you before I can answer that. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I'm trying to answer. And every that's day. what you're trying to answer every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm right trying to answer form. those questions before you ask them, mm-hmm. so that when you come to my when you come to my uh, article, I've answered that question for you, and you can you can go you can just scroll down and find the answer. That's the one, and then that's the one you have. So. Brilliant. And uh, but beyond that, uh, yeah, there'll be times where you'll just do more of a like a long form uh, mm-hmm. editorial, or uh, I don't know if it's an opinion piece. I, what do you what do you call these ones that are more of a deep dive experiential? You know, there's a lot of different there's a lot of different names for it in in journalism. Um, I, I very rarely do op eds. Yeah. When I do, it's when something sparks my enjoyment we were talking about it last night and i've got these two different there's these two different ideas there's there's uh well thought out well researched takes me weeks lots of contact with loads of different people Uh and those are full long form editorials okay and then i have word vomit yeah so they're the things that (laughs) i've just salad yeah yeah, i just had an (laughs) i just had an idea i throw it all down on paper i send it off to uh, uh my editor and i say does this make any sense as as a piece, uh, as a piece, as a, yeah, sure, sure. and they'll say, "Yeah, tighten up here, tighten up here," and and, and we'll go from there. Mm. But those are those are very much when things happen in the zeitgeist in the community. Right, 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 you right. Know, how do we respond to those things as thought leaders? Yes, um, you know, uh, there's that term. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's that idea of people are reaching out to what I mean. I would like to think of as an as an expert in the field. That's what my I I'm supposed to offer expert advice, right? You know, and and when you work in a community, you want to lift that community up. Yeah. So if we can give people, again, answers to those questions through editorial, mm. that's really what we're trying to, that's really what I'm trying to achieve. Mm. If somebody has thought of it, can I give them an answer to that question or can I make them think about that question? Yeah, and it's interesting because I, I would say, I don't know if it's fair to call you like more traditional media, but it's not the way that mm-hmm. people, we're in the world of, social media and youtube and stuff like people love to consume their reviews like in this visual entertainment yeah. fashion uh not everybody obviously yeah. there's still i, I know i've seen that gets a huge yeah. you know following and and there are plenty of people that prefer to read and and go deep in it and it feels like a different experience too because it like the word carries authority i think in a different way than yeah. just like kind of the shock jock entertainment like mm. where people are getting commentary about how they're you know in so-and-so's pocket or whatever Whereas, like, there's some authority uh, yeah. from being a long-established, you know, tech company brand, brand yeah, that 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 carries a lot of weight, and it surprises me, honestly, uh, that there's not more options. I know we we have another. You have another. Uh, uh, there's another writer here from Tom's Hardware, which yeah, is a, a, a smaller, uh, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, also doing more traditional written review yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I I, I really want to see. More of it. I, I'm a uh, voracious consumer of this kind of information in, in all forms. Uh, yeah. I work with a lot of creators. Uh, I've historically worked with you know traditional media and stuff like that. And I think when you're advocating for a yeah. brand and stuff, it should be a multiple 
multi-pronged approach, you know, because yep. your audiences are in different places and the people that value different things is good. So, so anyway, it's, I, I'm glad to see that you do it. I wish that we had more of it, frankly. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, it, it, when there are more, when there are more websites out there talking about uh, this kind of, of creating, you know, making content. Um, I mean, you said, you said it like it, right. You know, Rising tide lifts all benches. benches. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, it's that exact thing. It's that that if there's more people writing about it, then there's more people who may not know it. Like my my audience is not um, Joel's audience. The three D printing. Joel, the three D printing. Right. Yes. So um, you know, Joel is Joel's more likely to have people who already have three D print. 3D printers coming to him. Yep. Um, but he also has plenty of people who just enjoy his content and then maybe take yes. that step. Yes. So I, my, my audience is, is consumers, you know? So it's like, I'm looking to buy something and I want somebody who I know and trust mm. to tell me that that's okay for me to spend my money. Yeah. Um, and so, so my reviews are geared towards that. There are a lot of people who go in depth on um, even even when you you know when you watch a YouTube video and they're like <clears throat> it's uh, it uses Marlin firmware and and, and yeah. it takes you know it's yeah. like it's got you know these kind of stepper motors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that is not what, what my readership is after. My readership is after does it print good? Does it print fast? Yeah. Does it does it not break? Yeah. You know those are the questions that they ask and. Um, it's very much a personality-driven response. You know, this is me saying, I like this product. Right. And through my testing, I know that it won't fail you. Um, so right. it's, it's a very different, but the more of us that were doing it, coming back to your point, because I'm rambling as I tend to do. No, no. Um, the, more, the more people who do this, the, the more hashtag competition, which it isn't, yeah. Um, the the more people doing it, the more eyes are on it, and therefore the bigger our community can become. You yeah, know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't have to be one thing or another. I know you do actually some uh, short form content. I see you doing uh, some commentary on on some of your social media channels, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know if it uh, if that's just a personal thing or if sometimes it's used as a supplement. Are you able to like uh, direct people to stuff where you can provide better visual context to some of the review it's, or is that it's, not? It's difficult to do. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm on the, I'm on the tickety tocks as I call it because yeah, yeah. I just enjoy being able to go on there and very quickly tell somebody sure. about a thing I like, yep, you yep. know? Um, but it's, it's incredibly difficult sometimes to say, Hey, I've written an article please go in and and read it through the medium of TikTok yeah. because people don't click through very often. You know, uh, CNET themselves, the actual CNET's TikTok does very well at that because they've already established that as a thing. But mine is more about personal authority. Right. You know? It right. helps me get out in the community and say, I know what I'm talking about. And, and, and plus, I just enjoy interacting with people. Yeah, you know. So yeah. normally I'm answering questions. Yes, yes. 
you, you mentioned uh, you mentioned authority and stuff like that. I want I want to know if you can actually elaborate because you, you did mention to me last night that there is a specific process every time you get a new printer sent to you, or the number of hours you're doing. Like, give us a breakdown of what your process is for evaluating a printer. Sure. Um, I mean, it's all very secret, and and I can't tell you everything. I'm hush, joking. Hush, I can tell you everything. Yeah. So it's um, basically I've, I've I've managed to set up my workshop, so it's a kind of a conveyor belt system. So. Uh, a new printer arrives it goes on a specific shelf in in order and then i try and make sure that the minimum's 100 hours of of printing um maybe 150 if i can mm. um and it sits on a rack with four other printers mm-hmm. uh my first thing is i had fixum dude who joel introduced me to because fixum dude it's is pronounced awesome. fixum dude as That's i understand right. yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah i love yeah. it you got to give it a bit of biff yeah and he um love that guy and i saw michael grugel yeah and grugel? i said I something know. like that yeah he's, he's a great guy anyway. yeah, yeah. and and i you know i said to him look I'm, I'm just starting at cnet and i want something that i can reliably print yeah like a torture test yeah for every single printer yeah i love it and he came up with the cnet logo uh, essentially and it has um tolerance tests uh-huh. you know little tolerance sticks uh, uh-huh. for all the the sort of 0.5 down to 0.1 and yeah. it has uh overhang test and bridging, bridging tests, tests and yeah. and all that kind of stuff sure. and stringing so, yeah. yeah stringing yeah, yeah, uh, it's yeah. got little towers on the end to see how well it does small uh, you know Detail. the tiny little towers, yeah, 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 um, yeah. which tend to melt as they go. Thing, yeah, they do get melty. And so. then on the on the back side, it's got some text, so I can see ringing, right. which right. has all, all all but gone in these new printers. There's very little ringing these days. Yeah, but um, it does allow me to test the same every single printer in exactly the same way. Nice. Um, I and I have a uh, a few rolls of um, Matter Hackers Build PLA. Which, Hashtag not sponsor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. But um, but I had a load of it left over from a from a project that I was doing before, and so I used that as a standard. You Interesting. Know? So so the, you have a consistent filament. Exactly. As we know, there are many variables that we need to control to 100%. get a result in three yeah. D printing. Yeah. So uh, so okay. I always I always use exactly the same filament yeah. um, for that specific test, and I also print that test in in different filaments on the machines to see how well it copes with PETG, to uh, see how well it copes with okay. it. doesn't, the the print doesn't work very well for TPU. But Is this um, a published standard somewhere, or is this just kind of an evolving thing that you just kind of, uh, you know, Yeah, so on? so on the on on the article, on my best list article, it's at the bottom is how we test. So I, sure. I, I break it down there, and the actual test itself you can pick up on printables. Uh, I've made it free for people to to use if they want to download it and, and use it for their printer. Yeah. Um, but the so I start with that, and then I also have a, an infrared camera uh-huh. um, that I do averages for build plates uh, because people say it's sixty degrees and it is not sixty degrees. Of course, um, yeah. and it's very rarely sixty degrees anywhere. No. So you know yeah. it's it's one of those things. So I I normally do sixty degrees and I do a hundred degrees. Um, because if you can't get it up to 100 degrees, you can't print ABS in yeah. any kind of meaningful way. Yeah. Um, and then there's just, uh, you know, a lot of it is when you, you want to be objective, yeah. but it is also subjective. Yeah. So I have to be able to print a model that I think people will print. So, for example, if it's a, let's say it's the Prusa Mini, right? It's a, t- it's, it's a smaller build plate. People aren't, aren't going to be building giant pieces of, of cosplay prop they're probably going to be printing probably something not. small. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're probably, or they're going to be printing, you know, if they're just getting into it, they're going to be printing 
busts that like Fotis might make. Photos sure. Make, you know, things yeah. that are going to yeah. look cool. Yeah. And, and they can show off to their friends. So right. I do a lot of that. And, and I, I got to say, I like that uh, about you because I think it, it ties it back again to the community. It's yeah. relatable so that people, you know, look at it and be like, oh, I printed that or I've seen that exactly. or it's on printables or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So you, you did mention something earlier that I wanted to, to ask you about again, too. We talk about like, you know, reviewing things that are in the zeitgeist. Mm. And right now, very clearly, what is in the zeitgeist of the 3D printing world is speed. Yes. Everybody's talking about mm -hmm. speed. Right. And uh, like, I'm sure like the temperatures of the bed plates, you know, the, the marketing numbers, the figures that are published and advertised to like hook people in, you yeah. know, that are just looking at spec yeah. are not necessarily what we're seeing mm -hmm. in the real world, but Very you're looking more at trend. Right. So, so is it fair to say that, you know, we're, we've seen a, uh, not a revolution, but an evolution in how quickly uh, we can get decent quality part yes even in just the last year or two the last year or two has changed uh, the the landscape a lot um this idea that there's there's a popular a popular conversation to be had in the in the community that is speed doesn't matter quality matters and i'm of the opinion that Yes, quality matters, but to pretend that speed doesn't matter is it's it's, it's, it's not it's not true. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't exactly. tell the story. You know, so sure. so quality is great, but if it takes you five times longer to get that quality, then you haven't. What I've always loved about three D printing is this concept of rapid prototyping. Sure, you know, and the more rapidly you can prototype, the the better it is for you as a company. Right, you know, um, if you if you're trying to develop the next the gentleman. Um, your podcast who's who there was creating a smartwatch yeah you know and he's 3d printing. how cool is that, that's really cool right yeah, so yeah, yeah. but but if he needs to make a um a prototype yep he wants to be able to print it in 20 minutes at 0 0.3 millimeters you know? he just wants especially to when you're iterating yeah you exactly. know you just i gotta crank it out i want to get it a look at it and yeah. then i gotta fail does fast. that fit no yep. right next yep. time yep. go yep and sure. so 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 speed does matter and and what i've seen is We've we've had a race to the bottom for a long time, sure, and and that's okay because budget printers are important too. Yes, um, and so this these 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 companies now can produce quality that you wouldn't have seen in a in a six seven hundred dollar machine. Yeah, for three hundred dollars, and they're doing it twice as fast. It may not be. You know, it's not 500 millimeters, no matter what they say. Sure. But it could be 100 millimeters or 120 millimeters. And it's printing as good as something that you, you would have been spending six, $700 even three years ago. There is no denying that the value proposition has increased immensely. Yeah. That the, the, the bang for your buck has increased. And sure. it's, it's a really interesting time. And it's, I'm sure there's, there's probably still room to run. Uh, it's funny because we, I think we keep thinking like, well, we're at the limits of what, you know, fused FFF can achieve and stuff like that. And I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe I don't not. think so. I don't think we're even close, you know, who knows? Yeah. But, uh, um, Man. I mean, we've seen it with the we've seen it with the Magneto, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, uh, Magneto Mark 
if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, um, you might have some IP issues there. I don't know. This is the Piapoli Magneto that was announced yeah. here at the show. Well, or just before the show, yeah, just actually. Before the show, yeah. But it's got some interesting uh, different uh, points yeah, of differentiation sure. on yeah. it, and I do like seeing that there's uh, there's efforts uh, being put into to doing things differently yeah. after seeing the same. I mean, you think about the the i3 platform being the most you know cloned thing in the sure. the world. You know, we. And then everybody's saying, well, we don't need more bed slingers. We don't need more. But, you know, we're still seeing it. Uh, and, and, but we're seeing speed enhancements. We're seeing some potential reliability enhancements. I mean, it's a, it's a great time the, to be the, in this space. The, this, whole, this whole thing of, with the bed slingers is a, is a, very, it's a very niche argument, I think. When, when you talk to people who don't know a lot about 3D printers yeah. and, you, and you ask them to draw a 3D printer, yeah. invariably they'll draw a bed slinger. Because that's it's what so they, prominent. It's in what the, they see yeah, sure, sure, in sure. the world, yeah. or they'll 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 do a form labs like a form three, something like that, you know. Right. Um, but but they invariably people know that that's a three D printer because that's a, a thing that they've seen, and we can push. You know, like I think I think there is more to I think there is more that can, a bed slinger can do than maybe people give it credit for because one of the things. There's there's two different communities happening in 3D printing, and this new community is coming along. And we, as as the people who are very granular about it, mm. who have been doing it a long time, who know the ins and outs of each piece, yeah, we can either choose to we can either choose to say to these these newcomers, you're not a part of our club, you're somebody else who doesn't um, who isn't who might do 3D printing, but you don't know 3D printing, or we can help bring them in yeah. and, and be a community and say to them, oh, you know, you've got a, um, you know, hey, you picked up a bed slinger, um, and, but it's not fixable and you'll probably have to throw it out. Or I can show you how to get a little bit more out of it, yeah. you know? So we yeah. can either choose to be inclusive for these, for this, uh, for these, these new people, yeah. Um, or, or we can choose to to be gatekeepers. Gatekeepers, and yeah. nobody wants yeah. nobody wants that. No, that's not a that's not a particularly positive experience. Uh, yeah, yeah we, this has been just the subject of much conversation. But like, yeah. the the term community gets thrown around so loosely. Like mm. the three D printing community needs to do this and needs to do that, and it's yeah. just is ridiculous to say that about any community yeah. like it is so diverse in yeah. its needs and desires mm -hmm. and even culturally even here in the the u.s what is expected or interesting or valued is mm -hmm. not the same as what is in europe and stuff like that there is it is a shame that we are a culture of disposability yeah and that we look at a lot of the tech that we deal with as this is going to be obsolete in a year or two anyway. Mm -hmm. And so why should I care if it's rep repairable or, yeah. you know, whatever, if, if I can get it cheap and good enough, mm -hmm. that's a valid argument. It is not particularly great for our environment and, you know, all the other yeah. things that come with that. But there is a swath of people that just don't care about that. And to try to... We, you know, we can try to educate, we can try to bring them in and stuff, but like to just get caught up in arguing over that mm. stuff when it's just like, you know what, you don't need to be the same as me. You're like, yeah. I don't care, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, well, I'm old guard when I had to like level my bed manually and use blue tape and, yeah. you know, all this stuff. And I paid my dues and like all this stuff. And you, you young whippersnappers don't get yeah, what yeah. it's like. And I'm like, man, who cares? Yeah. And like, I just want to print. And that's <laughs> happened. And that's happened really recently. Auto bed leveling 
uh, on on you know cheaper yeah. printers has taken a long time to get there. Yeah. And it was only a couple of years ago that it started to become you know of the anacubics and elegus of the world. Sure, um, only started doing those kind of bed leveling uh, on cheaper printers. Yeah, like very and. Yeah, I've seen that with people saying like, "Yeah, well, if you're not manually doing it, right. then you're not you're not really you know, 3D really printing." A 3D like, printer. Come on. Like, Anything cares? that's a, if it's yeah. a convenience yeah. that that lowers the barrier to entry, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. My my one of my colleagues, Russell, um, has always loved the concept of 3D printing. Yeah, but he's a very busy guy, and and he gets frustrated with failure. So if, if and this is not the hobby for you, exactly. my friend. But but <laughs> but now it is. It's getting yeah, exactly. better. Yeah, absolutely. But I would still so, if you can't handle any yeah. failures, well, still so yeah. so um you know he 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 had tried before and this the machine he had got was um uh, like a cube, um non heated bed uh kind uh, of PLA machine uh-huh, and uh-huh, um, uh-huh. and he, he had tried it out and and could not get it to print even one thing and so had given up on the hobby completely yeah so when i said to him hey look as a noob i have the anchor make coming out yes go and uh go and test it for me and see what you think um and the first time he he pressed print yes and got it it immediately worked because it auto leveled it fed you know there was a proper uh, feed if it ran out of filament it told him all of these things Mm. it just printed him a thing and it blew his mind he was like okay all right yeah and now everything and he took it seriously yeah 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 yeah, and now he loves it you know and and so when we remove these barriers to entry you will get people who say well you're not you're not a real whatever if you haven't done the struggles and that's just a weird concept. Like, why do you want people to struggle if they don't have to? Because people know? love to make it about them and not yeah. everybody else. Exactly. I mean, that's that's really just it all really it is. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's, it's, and that happens in the computing world. And yeah, everything. It's everything. just it's just some sort of nerd flex yep. that people it's, try to do. Yeah. I it's don't the, know. It's, it, it happens in Apple and Android. Sure. And, you know, it is this idea that, like, like we're better than you because our lives are more complicated. It doesn't. I, I had to suffer, no and yeah. therefore, like you I should deserve too. to. Be, yeah, you should as well, yeah, or yeah. something. Or, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah it's very. It's a strange thing. It, but it's common. It, I mean, it happens. Maybe yeah. it's human nature. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I, you know, you said something that made me think for a moment. How many you know Russells out there? Um, did we miss because they were just a little too early? early. You know, and mm. I, I hope they come back. You me know. Too. Because, uh, like I said, a lot has changed. But, um, y- you know, he is not unique. There are a lot of people that just, I, I don't have patience for, for troubleshooting. Even even some of our, our very well-known creators in the space yeah. are much less tolerant of failure, you know? When you, when you think about, when you think about the... When you think about the maker community, which is a much bigger thing than the three D printing community, absolutely. Right? So, so if you take somebody who um, uh, their job is cosplay, their cosplay Ken, the, 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 right? Yes. Like if we, if we take it in the in the, the the Barbie situation, sure. Their their job is cosplay. Yeah, their job is not three D printing. Three D printing is something they use to do their job. Mm-hmm. They're not. Yeah, they don't have the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. don't have time to fix their tool. You know, if a hammer breaks 
you get a new hammer. You just get another hammer. That's right. And yeah. and so you don't tweak a hammer to make it do things, you hammer nails a little bit well, more you efficiently. Don't. I, I, I have very right. customized hammers. Very customized hammers, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. unique in that regard. <laughs> anyway, carry on. But no, you're but but that's the thing, right? So uh, so cosplay Ken wants his 3D printer yeah. to make him a cosplay. Right. And if it doesn't do that, then it goes away and he gets one that does. But 3D Fair. print but 3D printing Ken. Right. His goal is the 3D printing. Yes. So he wants a kit that he can put together and swap out the stepper motors and put Capricorn tubing in instead of sure. instead of the normal PTFE tubing. Something he can always evolve. Right. Um, but neither of those people are right. No. You know, certainly and, not. And and I think that that mindset is very important. It, it's and it and it happens with open this uh, you know the open source and closed source systems too. These things are they are equally valid and um, open source has done so much for us as a as a three D printing community, mm. but it doesn't it it doesn't have the same gravitas for mm. those who use three D printing as a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think um, we need to we need to accept that we need to respect that. And we need to um, allow for the world to change around us a little bit. Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, we could all stand to, to accept a little more diversity of sure. everything, uh, uh, thought, yeah, color, you know, uh, um, everything, everything, uh, gender, all all of these things, because it it just it, it it that's the kind of thing that I feel like really empowers a community to yeah. to just have you know different. But that's always a challenge in, in any community mm-hmm. and stuff human beings are tribal we're very tribal very, very, just generally and yeah. and so so if you can we are fans of things and when you become and, and pe- i think people forget that the word fan means fanatic yeah yeah you know so yeah, yeah, when yeah. you are a fan of a thing it means yeah. that you have an obsession of that thing sure and and when you obsess over something you take ownership of it so you when you when you become a fan you think it's yours uh-huh. and that's not necessarily an okay situation to be in it's for everybody can be a fan of a thing well anything yeah. taken to an extreme is exactly not healthy, right yeah. like I, I i i hear what you're saying and i think you're right we're tribal we want to be amongst our people yeah. we want to try to find people that identify with our values exactly, yeah. and stuff and but if you if you take if you take the time to go outside of your tribe you realize that almost everybody values the same things you value there's more we have in common uh, you know yeah, and yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and people don't allow that and 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 you know not i want to uh you know we're trying to, st- to stick it to the uh the the, the sort of maker community but it, you're absolutely right like the, the the you know color or gender um all of this everybody should be able to love who they want and and do what they want as long as they allow others to do the same and that's what I think is important with the maker community. Yeah, you know, or any community, any, frankly. Any, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. community, you yeah, know. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, it, I'm all about um, getting as many people to love the things I love yes. as, as I can, and uh, and the people who say no, you're not allowed to love it. Well, they can yeah. go away. Yes. Yeah. Thank, well, thank you for censoring yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nearly, nearly. <laughs> I swear, I swear like a pirate. So I know, I'm, uh, I'm trying hard. I know, I know. No, you're doing great. Um, this is uh, this is this is fantastic. I think one question I want to ask you as we wrap up here is, uh, um, what is it about 
the tool of the 3D printer that has created this community that we do not see with other maker tools. Like you don't hear anybody talking about the C. I mean, I know it exists, mm. but nobody talks about the CNC community, the lasering community, the, the drill press, the woodwork. I mean, there's a woodworking community, but that, that encompasses so hundreds of tools. Here we have a singular tool that has like such, it's been such a revolution that, that there's such a love and a passion for. Why is that? That is a great question. I think it's it's because um, not only is it a tool, um, it is a it, it's a Experience. it's a it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amalgamation of multiple ideas and technologies, and in in a in such a fascinating way, yeah. um, you know, people desperately want to create and. And I think 3D printing is is so many layers of creation, you know, from from designing the the thing that you're trying to create to building the printer to to make that thing to then tweaking it to make it better mm. and then having a finished result. Yeah. And let's face it, have any of us ever actually had a finished result when we've done 3D printing? We've looked at it and we've gone, you know, like I know talking to talking to the 3D modelers of the world if they could they'd add another crease they'd add yeah, another thing yeah, you know detail. nobody feels nobody yeah. feels like their creation is complete and sure. i think i think the the coolest thing with 3d printing um in especially in the early days was that you never had to have your 3d printer completed you yeah. know you could always add a new thing or always make a new thing yeah and so i think we we love the idea of this this creation and because we're all in the same boat because we all have a we all have a creative bent but but sometimes when you're an engineer you you don't maybe have a creative outlet when you're when uh, you know so yeah, yeah. so like i'm a I, you know i'm a writer but i'm also uh, a tinkerer sure. you know and and so people think art is one thing where you're you know you can write or you can draw but art is when you build something that didn't exist. Yeah. And I think 3D printing allows you to build something that didn't exist. And the tool can be the thing that you built that didn't exist. And that's quite, uh, that's quite an empowering thing, I think. Indeed. Listen, I want to thank you for spending the time and going deep with us. Oh, I know that we don't always get to wax philosophical about a lot of these things, but I find them to be very fascinating points of conversation. Oh, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm very pleased to uh, get to get the perspective of, of somebody that's kind of looking at things through uh, uh, the, the eyes of, of using the written word as a mm -hmm. medium because I've, I've I hate to say it feels like a dying art, but it does feel like a dying art that isn't valued. And there's a lot of, uh, like I said, authority that comes with it. And mm. I, I would encourage more people to try to hopefully seek out more of that uh, in the future. So, but anyway, thank well, you. I'm for always being up for people uh, seeking out my words because that, yeah, that keeps me employed. That keeps you employed. Yeah, I, mean, exactly. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell people really quick? Uh, obviously, we know you can find you on CNET, but if there are more direct ways to interact with you, to uh, connect with you, social media, ta yeah, handles, absolutely. tags, where, um, where can they find you? I am uh, at Caradel, K-E-R-I-D-E-L, everywhere. Perfect. That's easy. Yeah. yeah. Good. It's, uh, uh, it's from a, uh, a book that I read when I was a kid, and I misspelled it, and now nobody has it. I didn't have to ask. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. nobody uh, it's a, a character from a book, and I uh, put an E where there should have been an I, and uh, now you know I didn't have to have numbers at the end of it, and it's everywhere. Perfect. Yeah. 
That's nice and memorable, Caradell. Well, James, thank you so much for oh, spending the time. Welcome. We'll have to have you back at some point and have a chat. With a lovely chat. Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Well I would, I'd love to talk to you guys, um, uh, uh, you and um, is it Matt from from 3D Gloop on on. Um, uh, Andrew. Yeah, oh, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, we Andrew. doing a doing yeah. a official maker that yeah. money one. We can. Well, because I um I I make that money like you you asked you do today. have a business. You yes. did, and you asked today. Uh, you know who makes money off a of three D printing? Well, I make money off a of three D printing. I made my love of playing with a three D printer my job. And my job's to write about it. So. You know what? Uh, there's uh, that's number. I gotta I gotta keep a running list of the number of ways people make money with 3D printing that mm. are not the traditional like I make a product, I sell it online yeah. or something like that. Because there are far more of mm. that, and you've found a very good home for yourself, and that is your unique selling proposition yeah, that I right. think uh, may inspire inspire future writers to to, so. to to find a, a great means of employ. So yeah, thank yeah. you, thank oh, you for sharing that, and we welcome. will absolutely do that. So yeah, that'd be great. Look forward to it. All right, take care.